Welcome to the live show, the first live show, Truth Talk. Um, I had loads of notes planned, but it ain't gone to plan. This is like the fifth time I've done this now. And if this doesn't work, I'm not doing it again. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is the first live podcast. Uh, well, the first live, yeah, the first live podcast I'm um, doing and have done so far. Um, so I don't really know what I'm doing. I want it to be like a bit like a radio show, so people can come in, call in, chat about anything. I had advertised it on a few Telegram groups, but um, so far no one's interested, which is um, a bit of shit. But just looking at the um, setup I've got here, tells us that we're on air, how long we've been on air, how many people we've got on. Um, how many listeners, how many engagements we have, how many top gifts you get sent, like a, a heart for liking it, which I won't get because there's no one on here. Um, and people can call in, allow call-ins. We can either click no or yes. You've got audio effects. So what are some audio effects? We've got booing. That's a bit like my podcast at the minute, isn't it? Or my live thing. Um, so, yeah, I really want to do this like a radio show. So it's going to be about an hour. I'm going to try and do it once a week. We'll see if we can do something like that. Uh, and I will be drinking tea, which is so rude. Um, so. so there we go. Now music. We You can actually download music. Um, it gives you a choice of music albums here to play in the background. Let's try Inspiration from Above. So there you go. And then it puts it back in there and we can delete that. But what that means is we can get bands and um, we can get their demo aired. So it can be like a radio show. Now, I'm not sure. I'm not 100% sure if you can actually save this live podcast thing and put it on as a podcast because I haven't done it yet. The, the others that went wrong, I've just got rid of and you see i had loads of notes as well because i thought i'd have more people in but i've literally got no one in and it's just what the fuck i'm not on social media though so it's going to be quite hard to um it's gonna be quite hard to advertise and i'm only on a few groups on telegram but the groups there's so much information that goes on the groups um it's quite hard to keep up so it's probably slipped through um the cracks But yeah, it says no background music. So that was background music, but you know, fucking hard background music, wasn't it? So let's try and see. So we've got sad music, romantic music, and energetic music, care music, and I can upload music as well. So if we can. See if we can do this. Um, let's just try this.
See, that was the music of the beat opening of my podcast, but I can't see how to control the, um, the volume of it. No. Ah, well. So, yeah, I mean, something I can invite co-hosts, um, to come in and we have got one person in now. So that's me and this other person listening. Um, I was just saying to everyone, well, not everyone, that this is the first live I've done. And I'm not sure if we can put it out as a podcast, but I want to try and do it. So it's like a, a radio show. Sort of once a week for about an hour. I did have some notes, but they've all gone to shit. I was expecting more people. He's just fucked fucked off and gone. Nice one. Ah, so I see what I mean. So there's total two people on line one, which must be me. So the listeners will come in here. And then if they want to call in, they can go to over... Here. Now I can share that. I'm not sharing it to the Telegram group again. I've done it fucking every time I've done one. I thought this was going to be easier than my normal podcasting, but it's not. This is quite... um... Well, I suppose if I can send it off and put it on as a podcast, it would be better. Because then it would be like a podcast, but a radio show. Um, Just me. But we do need bands to send in their music. Um, so yeah, we'll have to try and work some out. I did plan this to be an hour, but I'm struggling with what I've got. You see, being a radio host is quite hard work, I would have thought. Well, maybe not, because they've got all their programs set out for them, and the way I'm doing all the work myself. And the advertising myself. And when people come in, if it doesn't suit them, they can go out again. Um, so I've wrote some notes, and I was going to discuss them with other people today because I thought there'd be more people in, but there's not. So I'm just going to do the notes. Um, on a side note, I found a new love, a new love for fountain pens. Um, so I tracked myself to a Waterman fountain pen, and it writes beautiful. It's not the most expensive one. It's probably the cheapest one, to be fair. But um, they have got one I'm going to treat myself to after Christmas. But then I saw a Mont Blanc one, and that is nice, really nice. I thought, should I treat myself to one or shouldn't I treat myself to one? It's quite a lot of money for a pen. It's £500 for a pen. Can I justify it? I'm sure I can in my fucking pickled head. Pickled mind. Pickled head of mine. Um, So what's happened in the news in this last week? Because that's what it's going to be about. It's going to be about current affairs. So, in the news this week, we've got a new variant of COVID. Um, I can't even pronounce it. Omicron or something like that. Um, Everyone's pissing the pants about it because they don't know how it's going to affect. But as far as I know, um, as far as I know about it, when a vaccine gets weaker, it gets more transmissible. Yeah, but it doesn't kill as many as the 
other ones did. So, and that's why I'm thinking this is quite good news. And a few other people have said that. A few other people, a few other scientists have like noted that and have spoke out. Um, but they've brought more restrictions. They've brought more restrictions in. Um, face masks in England for shops and shops and public transport, but they haven't done them for pubs or restaurants, which is a strange thing. A few people are saying, well, if you go to a pub and a restaurant, you sat next to someone, you're um, shoulder to shoulder if you're watching the football. But if you go to a, like Sainsbury's, Tesco or Asda or another supermarket, you might have more space. So the ruling doesn't make sense. That's what people are saying. Make of that what you will. Okay, so um, we've covered that. We've covered that. I'm trying to be professional in the things I do. Um, will they bring in any more restrictions? Just so close before Christmas. Is there going to be another Christmas lockdown like last year? I mean, we are in a better position, so the government say, with the, um, the vaccines and that. Um, and the rolling out the booster. But should the people have to endure any more restrictions? It's been going on for nearly two years now. And it's still... We're still in the midst of maybe another lockdown. Another lockdown. I think that's about four altogether. But these... Sorry, excuse me. These restrictions are going to be reviewed within three weeks. Okay, so... If he extends them, or if he puts more restrictions on... That might fuck Christmas up for people. Um, and where's it going to go? I mean, where's it going to end? Are we going to do this every time there's a new variant? It's, it's so strange. And pupils, again, pupils in year seven in secondary school told to um, wear masks um, at school to stop the spread of um, this new variant. Um, they don't have to wear them in classrooms. They just wear them in communal areas. Um, and as I say, they think that's to stop the spread of... Um, this bullshit thing they've got going about. If this is the first time listening to the podcast, it's a free speech podcast and it's all unedited. And yet again, I will say that I'm going to try and I'm trying to get this a bit like a radio show, uh, once a week for an hour. So far I've done crap cause there's no one here. <laughs> all right. So if I can put this out as a podcast, I will put it out as a podcast, but I'm unsure if I can or not. Um, Europe's going mad. Europe's going mad. I like read in the paper today about Greece and making vaccines mandatory. Um, no, vaccines mandatory for people over 60. Those who don't um, get the vaccine will get fined 100 euros every month. Isn't that crazy? So if you don't get a medical procedure that you don't want, you'll get fined for not getting it. A hundred pound, a uh, hundred euros, sorry, a month, and it's recurring. Um, and that hundred pound apparently is going to go into the Greece's um, health service. So that'd be interesting to see how um, their population reacts to that. Austria, um, people that refuse um, the, the vaccine because Austria are making it mandatory. Everyone's got to be um, have a double vac vaccines by the first of February. Um, so what's going to happen is they're making it mandatory. So what they'll do is they'll um, people that refuse. My notes, my notes, my notes. There we go. So people will be summoned once, and if they ignore that, they'll be summoned again. 
And if they ignore that the second time, they could be uh, they'll be fined three thousand six hundred euros. Um, so I mean that's that's crazy. That's crazy that if you ignore two summons and you don't get a medical procedure you don't want, they'll fine you like three thousand six hundred, and it can go up to seven thousand two hundred euros for not getting a medical procedure. So what's going to happen when you don't pay that? Are they going to arrest you and put you in prison? Of all the countries to do something like that, I wouldn't have thought it would have been Austria, knowing their history, and they should know better from what they produced and sent over to Germany. Okay. So what else have we seen in the news? Um, this, I mean... What I am seeing as well, I'm seeing a lot of um, glee and hatred from vaxxed people um, when seeing an unvaxxed person die. Like they're going, oh, that's one less idiot, one last person, this, that, and like the other. And they take a moralistic stance on it, and I don't think that's good. And that pisses me off. I've mentioned half of this in my podcast. So, but as I say, I was hoping, I was helping, I was hoping more interaction from people. But um, obviously, I haven't. Um, so comments, comments on um, paper sites are being deleted. If it's not in line with their narrative, uh, I'll tell you one paper that I've noticed and that I have heard about that's really bad for this. That's the Daily Mail. It's a skaggy red top from um, England. They're really bad at deleting people's comments. Um, and that's what all this about is about free speech. And everyone must have their say if they want it. Right, what's going on there? So, okay, so we've covered that. We've covered that. Um, yeah, some of the UK, um, England. I keep saying the UK, but we're all different. Um, something that England has announced is that um, the vaccinated adults do have to self-isolate if they've been in contact with anyone who's got this new variant um, and they've got to do it for 10 days. And if they don't, they can get a fine from £1,000 to £10,000 if they don't don't self-isolate. So, like, again, it's if you don't do this, don't do that, we're going to fine you. Um, And there's talk about a fourth vaccine in, in England. A fourth vaccine... Um, people haven't even had the third yet, but they have said um, they want over 18s to be offered their first vaccine by the end of January next year. Um, but I don't know where this fourth vaccine's coming from. I have heard one of my friends who's had a, a kidney transplant, he's said that he's going to be having another vaccine. So that's his fourth. Um, yeah, four vaccines in a year is a lot. You know what I mean? It's a lot. Um, and the government are also um, doing cash for jabs. I hate that word, jab. It makes us sound like fucking cattle and we're not we're humans. GPs and pharmacies will be offered um, £15 per vaccination until the end of January 2022. An extra £5 if they administer one on a Sunday. So the bribing the doctors to make a push on getting people vaccinated boosters this that and the other because yet 
they think the way out of this is going to be the vaccine, but yet they don't know how this new variant affects the vaccine. I've already mentioned before that if the vaccine's more transmissible and doesn't have a deadlier effect than the others, um, it means it's getting weaker. But that's how vaccines work. I do believe vaccines work as they get more weaker, they become more transmissible, but weak. And this is what's happening to this vaccine. But for some reason, we're all shitting our pants over it. Um, France, something interesting from France I've read today uh, and in the last few days, France haven't made the vaccine mandatory, though individual individuals that get the that don't get their booster will not be able to use their vaccine passport. Now that's something interesting. So basically if you don't get keep on top of your vaccines or your boosters, you won't get an updated health pass or vaccine passport. So if you have two vaccines and don't have your booster, you won't be able to go into a restaurant or a bar in France. You'd have to get your booster to do that. Now where's that going to end for France? Oh anywhere in the world what's what's the terminology of being fully vaccinated uh, and that puts that into a massive question because one of the reasons why i won't be taking the vaccine is i don't want to be caught up in a rigmarole of vaccines every year people compare this to like the tb vaccine the small the like smallpox like vaccine they're nothing alike purely because people who have accepted this vaccine are already having nearly four or three in a year in a short space of time the tetanus vaccine is every 10 years i think the tb vaccine is once the smallpox is once i believe and so they're not the same vaccine so these people who keep saying oh it's the same thing as that it's not the same thing and you're going to be caught up in such a way that you'll be just having vaccines for the rest of your life and if you don't get a vaccine or you don't get something they offer you, you won't have your vaccine passport topped up. So to all the people who have taken that vaccine, there will come a time where they'll offer you something that you might not agree with. But then where will you be? Where will your ideals be then? Hey, down the toilet. So that's on my notes and it's only 18 minutes. I wanted this to last for about, a, as I say, a year. But that's not what I meant. About an hour. Um... Let's go back because we have got a person in the, and he has been on the podcast and he's just come into the room. Um, but it's nothing he won't already know. Um, there was something I didn't know. Uh, Greece are making vaccines mandatory for people over 60. Uh, those who don't will get fined 100 euros every month reoccurring and that 100 euros will be put into the else's i can't get over that that's the second time i've read that story here and i just can't get over it that's disgusting uh and austria um everyone's got to be vaccinated from the first of feb uh to be mind mandatory and if not you can get fined up to seven thousand two hundred euros um but you will be summoned once if you ignore that first summon you will be get a second summer in summer in you'll get a second summons and if you ignore that you will be fined 3600 then i think it will go up to there so it's anything we're from about 3600 euros to 7200 euros and that's from that getting a medical procedure um you don't want which is crazy i did mention at the beginning of this i've got a new i found a new love and fondness of fountain pens um i don't know where it's come from and then i've been looking at paper like 
nice quality paper and I'm thinking, well, I've tracked myself to a, a Waterman pen. I've got a Parker pen and I've also got one of these. This is a Lamy. Is it a Lamy? L-A-M-Y, like sort of fountain pen. I got one of them and I've got, as I say, a Waterman and a Parker. And I've seen another Waterman that I want. And I've also seen a Mont Blanc pen. But the Mont Blanc pen is very, very expensive. So, and if anyone knows anyone who's in a band that's got a demo, we we like can play it on here because this system I'm on, it's um, got everything on. It's got audio effects. I've said it's got audio effects. So we've got a. Let's see what the horror one's like. She came in. Smart magic spell. We've got a countdown. Oh, creepy laugh. Let's see how creepy this laugh really is. Not really creepy, that's more fucking freaky and scary, isn't it? We've got some comedy. Smart. We've got a crow. crow. It doesn't look like a crow, it just looks like a little Twitter bird. Which reminds me about Twitter, and the um, guy stepped down, was it today or yesterday? Jack, Jack, Jack someone is stepping down from Twitter. Things are going to get big with Twitter and these social medias with um, Metaverse and Facebook. That's a nice one, isn't it? Uh-oh. This is a learning as we go. Oh, learning as we go. So, yeah. And the other reason why I wanted to do something like this was, as I said, I can't be asked with seeing or finding out and seeing about um, internet radio. So I thought the only way I could really do it, that I can do it, which I can produce myself, I can decide what goes out, I can decide what's being played, is this. Um, I'm unsure if we can do it as a podcast as well, as I put it out as a podcast. I think it's pretty stupid if you can't. Just listening to the rain, the rain's battering. I'm really open for some snow. But I don't think I don't think we're gonna get any snow. Which is shit, because where we live on the coast there's quite a lot of salt. There's quite a lot of salt in the air. Um and we don't get much snow. I think the last snowfall really bad we had it in two thousand and ten. And that was like knee deep. Probably everyone thinks it's it's like not that deep, but it was quite deep for around these parts. Um, yeah, so strange thing the weather do the control it can the control the weather um, so we have got a invite from Sean Brown, so right, even Rick nice effects uh let's well, he did try to call in, and I uh, gone right if we can oh, no I can invite him. so yeah, people can request to join the. Tw- the, 
regret. People can request to join the chat. I was going to say twat, but it's chat. Um, you've got a messaging board as well, so I can send that message back. And I put yes, and I should have put thanks. I should have sorted this long before because I'm just not dead loud as well. Just everything's banging. Oh, my mic's falling off. Let's just fix this. This ain't gone as planned. But first things down, and it's all part of that learning process. It's all part of that learning process. So, yeah, as I was saying about the radio show, um, we can get people to call in, message in, email in, and we can also play the band's music as well. Um, so that's really exciting. Um, we just need more people. I did advertise it, but as I say, I am not on um, social media. So it's hard for me to really advertise. And the groups I'm on, if you put a message on like... Um, say telegram group or a whatsapp group it would just get overlooked because there's so much information being passed about them groups and it's hard to keep up um so i did think should i rejoin one of the and then i thought no <laughs> i'm not rejoining any more fucking social media it's 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 not good it's not good for humanity and technology is going to be humanity's downfall i'm afraid So yeah, um, I did have a subject, but I just completely forgot to got me um, file out. What I've got is, I've got a, f oh wait there, what's this? We've sent you the invite, okay. So I've sent Sean an invite. Good evening, Evening, can you hear me all right? I can hear you fine. Good, good, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you doing? I'm all right, thanks. I was just saying, I think I should have thought about this a bit more, better than I did. <laughs> but um, it's... You, were talking, you were talking about the snow. Um, I'll give you a story about the snow. Um, when we had the snow, ooh, 10 years ago, when it was really, really bad. Yeah, it's about 2010, um, wasn't it? Something like that. Uh, we lived at the time on... In the middle of town, right on top of the, the car park in town, um, facing the car park. And, and the snow was to have been three foot deep. And I was going out of my boots, walking down to the to the calf that we rang at the time. And um, a lady in a little MG sports car tried driving into the car park. Bet that was fun. <laughs> um, literally... Um, the most ridiculous thing I think I've ever seen. Um, I did help her sort of push into the car park. There was no way of getting out. So I said to her, why have you come? Oh, I've got to go to work. Um, so yeah, I pushed her, I, I pushed her into the car park and then I had to get off myself to, uh, to walk to work through the snow, which was quite, quite good fun at the time. Where uh, did she work? Yeah. I don't know. I just left her to it. Pushed, push the car into the car park. Um, say was was no, no other cars in the car park. Three foot of snow, and um, excuse me if you can hear my son there. Um, yeah, just left it to it. 
I seem to remember the car being still being there when I when I got back home about three o'clock. Gone. Um, oh. sat in the car park in the snow. So what happened? I don't, I don't know. To. Hello. Hello. Can you still hear me? Yep. Yep. Can hear you. We we had the background noise, but yeah, we can hear you now. Uh, I'll just have a quick chat with my son. Cut, cut him off. Sorry about that. Somebody getting a bit enthusiastic on um, Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves? What's that? Is that a computer game? Yeah, it's a, it's an online multiplayer game. Um, where you go hmm. and um, steal the pirate's treasure. Do you, like, do you go rape and pillage people? Uh, I don't think there's much in raping and pillages. It's it's following treasure maps to the, to the pirate's treasure. Well, it sounds you, quite you, good, to be fair. It is. It's, it's good fun for my... Uh, my ten-year-old. Uh, I've got a fact about a pirate. I've got this is my only fact fact on pirates that I like. Actually, you know that Blackbeard, Captain Blackbeard, had a big beard, but he used to put slow slow burning fuses in it. And before he went into battle, he like used to light these fuses in his ear and beard. And it says it looked in it made him look more fearsome and more like the devil when he went into battle. Yeah, well, that's scary. Um, uh, that's just. There you go. Next time you go on a demonstration, Rick, you've got a big beard. Are we gone? Hello? Hello? Could you hear me then? No. My internet dropped. How weird's that? Yeah, there you go. Now you, uh, we, we became, um, after, after your Blackbeard beard. Yes. Comment. I was saying about Blackbeard, wasn't I? And I was saying that's a sign of your life would go wrong. Then I thought, would your beard just catch on fire and set your old face on fire? Um... If you probably, confused. but I think if you're a if you if you're a pirate, you're a bit of a psychopath anyway. Yeah, but wouldn't his beard burn off? Then his old identity's gone. That's a flaw in that story. But it's apparently true. Sounds like a great story to me. A great story, yeah. You see, my like internet's drop, like dropping again. What the fuck's going on here? Someone don't want us to be online. So you was on about the snow and you helped this lady push her car in the car park and then you was went to work. Yeah, yeah. What 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 through to the we, we had a, a cafe at one of the local um health centres at the time. Mm-hmm. One of the uh, big doctor centres. So yeah, we got that open and we were giving free hot drinks to any of the medical staff that had got into work. 
because um, yeah, it was uh, it was very deep, wasn't it? Two thousand and ten. It was. It was um, knee height. It was knee height. Yeah. What do you think of going on of what's going on at the minute with this new COVID um, variant? I think they're taking the piss. Mm-hmm. Um, carers are sacked on the 11th of November. I must stay. Um, health workers are sacked on the 1st of April. And the Omnicron variant is an anagram of moronic. True, um, very I, true. I, I, th- I think they're sat in 10 Downing Street, sticking 50 quids on the table and having a, a, a jest of who can come up with the most idiotic thing to get away with. And, and at the end of at the end of the week, the winner takes all the money. Do you, do you think there's anything more at play than um, just them doing that? Do you, do you, do you think it's something more sinister? Is there a something behind it all? Maybe I'm, I'm not. I'm not too convinced that that, that there is, other than um, people having a a grab for power. I think um, the, the Western governments have seen the, the control that states like um, China have for the social crediting system. And I think they, they want a piece of that. So the, the vaccines um, lead to the vaccine passports that lead us to the social crediting system that gives you that ultimate control. You know, mm. the, um, Digital cash, so they know what you're spending, when you're spending. Um, for example, I, I can't I can't pay my father-in-law, who's a painter and decorator, off the books for a little yeah. job he might do for me. Everything everything's recorded. So you know, again, um, we know they don't collect tax from people like Amazon and things like that because they work offshore. But your little little trader, single man. You know, does half his jobs on the books, half half it on the black economy. Well, well, we'll collect all the tax there, so there's a good there's a good start. Um, whether it whether it goes any deeper than that, I'm not sure. Um, I I don't know whether yeah, whether there is the the absolutely the evil Bond villains who are running this. Um, but you do have Agenda 21, Agenda 2030 that do talk about population control. Um, I yeah, I've, yeah, I've seen something about that. I mean, like you right now, as well as if people listen to my podcast, I think it's Mark of the Beast. So I think the end game is the end days. But speaking, and like that's what's good about people like us, that we all want the same thing, no matter how we think what's happening we all want the same end goal so what do you think the end game is and if like someone said to you well why but why would they just want to control people what why what would your answer be to people like that it's it's that power isn't it they they've had a, a taste of power telling people what to do for some people is 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 a drug um you know that they enjoy that process of power, and and I also think that to requinquish that that power is very difficult for people once they've yeah once once they've got it. But it's been um, quite it's quite elaborate for 
and I suppose it had to be elaborate if they want to do what they want to do. But do you think we'll be going into a new lockdown for Christmas? Your personal view. Um, yes. Um, yes, I think there's probably six percent chance of a lockdown. I won't, I won't put any 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 money on it, um, but it, but it, we, we seem to be running in the same vein as last year. Everything was okay. Yeah. Everything was okay. Then all of a sudden, oh, we've got a surge of cases. Um, you were you were talking about the the vaccines earlier on. Uh-huh. It's, isn't the vaccines and the continual boosters a a drug pushers paradise? Of course, it is. You know, you making millions from it. On these boosters, and you've got to take one every every three months. Now, well, what, I mean, we what, are you, Sorry, go on. One of the drug companies have already announced that they're not now running the stuff at cost. They're looking at profits. Um, how, how, how long before they all start? You know, and we're all, everybody who's been vaccinated is, is then hooked, aren't they? They've got to get their booster every, probably every three months. How much is that worth? I mean, the thing with that is France are already doing that. As I said before, that they wrote that people who don't take their booster shot won't get their vaccine passport topped up. And that makes you think, well, if they're going to do it, is it every booster? And then if it's not an injection, will it be a tablet? If it's not a tablet, will it be something you put up your nose and sniff? If it's not something you put up your nose and sniff, is it something you attach to your arm? If it's not something you attach to your arm, will you have it injected into you like a micro trip? And the people who are taking this and going for, yes, you've got to take the booster, all these pro-vaxxers and that, they don't realise that there will come a time where like the government will offer you something, offer them something, should I say, and they'll say no. But they can't really say no. They've got no argument now. Or it could be they're so brainwashed and programmed that they won't even think there's anything going wrong if they have seven a year or some sort of wacky medical treatments. What? What's the what's the cost to it all? I know we're not paying as uh, directly, you know, for these things, but will they bring that in that you have actually have to pay for your booster? You know, the economy's um, that shot that oh yeah, we're now you know you've individually got to pay for your booster, and you know, it might only be a couple of quid a time, but initially, uh, but somebody's paying for that. If you're not paying for it directly, we're paying it through um, taxes and stuff like that. Yeah. Taxes through to the NHS, so like, therefore we are paying for it. But like as like we've already heard the news within the last week or so that they're going to be stopping the PCR tests. In, so people are going to have to pay for them themselves. Yeah, um, talking to a guy. Um, one of the stands, he was talking about going, he's got a place in Italy and he worked out for himself and his wife to go over to Italy. Um, PCR tests, just the PCR tests, were going to cost him about £800. <sighs> Bloody hell. Um, and because he's not vaccinated, um, you know, quarantining, isolations, and all sorts of different things, which it was 
um, not happy with, but said I can live with that. But I can't afford eight hundred pounds every time I go to Italy, on top of the, all the travelling costs as well. And he could either fly directly or, or go via Spain because France would not let him in because he's unvaccinated. So he's not double vaccinated then. This friend in Italy. No, he doesn't take any of the. So when so just say if he was double vaccinated, would he have to pay that eight hundred pound for the PCR test? I don't know because that's where I think they're going to get people. They're going to, they're going to get people to say, well, if you want to do something, I just say they'll bring out a vaccine passport in England, like they've done in Scotland and Wales, and maybe do it like France have done it, so you can't go into a restaurant. They might have to say, well, you have to have a like a clear PCSR test then every say three months and that PCSR t- test will cost you £150 and that's like £150 for three months just to go and have a cup of coffee and I think that's one of the things they'll do to try and get people um, that's one of the things they'll try and get people to do to like get the vaccine Yeah, it's. I don't think there's anything off the table, you know. Uh, but it is like I, th- I think they're they're taking the Michael. Um, the the stuff that they come out with is just ridiculous. You know, the conversations I have with with other people, my my wife who doesn't, who's not down the road at all to any any extent at all, and she says there's no. There's no rhyme or reason to any of the, the stuff that they bring in. They just bring it in willy-nilly. Um, you know, on on health basis, there's no, you know, oh, we'll start wearing masks, but we'll start wearing them on Tuesday. We've got to wear them at, we've got to wear them at school. And yet, you may have seen the pictures on social media of the, of the um, awards event on the Monday evening, not a mask in sight. Yeah, I've been seeing things from um, Parliament as well where people haven't been having the masks. And I think I think if you're in a position of responsibility, you need to take the higher ground and be careful of things you do, say and print. And it's the old saying as um, set by example. Well, like, like we've often spoke to before that, you, if like sort of you're a manager, you've got to sort of set an example for your workers to follow. And if they're not following the rules, we've had Matt Hancock, Boris Johnson, um, I think even Rishi Sunak was collared for something, and that's just in England. There's probably more. There is more. I know, but I can't remember the names. But how are they meant to get the public to respect these mandates um, if they can't do it themselves? And that just goes to show you it's a different class and that goes to show how much respect they have for the people who voted them in. Because we voted them in. <coughs> Excuse me. We voted them in. <coughs> and now they're just taking the piss out of us. But they have, they've, they've, they've no respect for us whatsoever. Um, you, know, you look at the pictures from COP26. You know, and they're, they're talking about climate change and they all fly in on their private jets or Joe Biden has his cavalcade of 70 odd cars, which were all flown into the country. Uh, it's just the, the, the distance that our politicians are from reality. 
you know, politicians saying that £86,000 a year isn't enough to live on. Sorry? £86,000 a year would probably feed four families in Grimsby for the year. Do you think that's because they've got a different way of life, though? So if they go out for a drink, they'll think nothing of spending 180 quid on a bottle of wine just for a meal. And it's just a different lifestyle. It's like a different cultural thing, and that's why they're saying that. And I'm not sticking up for them. I'm trying to see it from both sides to give a logical response. Well, you, you live within your means, don't you? And if your, if, if your means mean you can't live at £86,000 a year... Find another job um, and don't get another one. I'm not, you know, if 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 I vote for a, a politician to work for me, I want them working full time. I don't want them working every every other afternoon on a uh, for a law firm representing Bermuda or wherever, wherever it might be. I want, you know, that sort of money, if they're representing me, all of their time should be working in that job. I did that. When I, when, when I worked for, for a local charity, I worked 60, 70 hours a week for the local charity. I put everything in yeah. into it, and that's what our, our politicians should be doing. Uh, but they're not. Oh, we can't get by, so we'll have to have another job. Um, yeah, wait but until quite you a lot of them, right, you never was. But quite a lot of them are born... Quite a lot of them are born into that sort of world of upper classness, should I say? That's sort of all they know. And there was an interview with the woman who used to work with Boris. I think she was some sort of secretary, and she said he's a never so nice guy. But the only problem with him, is he doesn't understand how the other half lives. He's only known what he knows, like expensive meals, expensive this, expensive that. He doesn't know what the working class and the poorer or the poorer part of society is like, he just thinks, he, he, he just really hasn't got a clue. And that's coming from somebody who used to work with him, saying he's nice, but he hasn't got really a grip on real life. That, that's that's the problem with our, politi- or one of the problems with our political system. These people have, have no idea of real life. You know, like So said, why don't we get a party and that's more for the working class. I mean, we had one, Labour, and they're not for the working class no more. I don't know what they're doing. But I can't see a real party for the working class that represent views. And one of my things is if people... I think we need to work at the bottom and work up and smash it from the bottom up. Take 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 the foundation out. Just don't take the top off because that's easy rebuilt. If we can get it at the foundation and maybe get a local party, local people run for council... And get like try and get it so we actually can try and make an impact. Because if we just do what we're doing, I know we're trying, but if we just do, I, I mean, I'm just throwing ideas out there. Maybe we need to run or get some sort of political party that is for I mean, the working people I mean, and not pretense for the working an people. An interesting listen is the UK column, um, A Distance That Guide to the Constitution. Um, with um, Alex Thompson, who speaks a lot of sense, there was a with an ex-civil servant. Um, he, they talk about when you when a politician joins the, the party system, um, then they lose that independence to work for their constituents because they've got to work for the party, um, which which makes sense. You know, how many times have we have we heard that there's a vote in Parliament and the MPs are going to be whipped? 
um, which means they've got to vote for the way their party wants. You know, forget about what maybe their constituent wants. Um, they've got to follow the party line. So, um, but again, then you then then you're talking about also constitutional change of um, eradicating the first past the post system and going to some sort of proportional representation. Um, I don't know. I think it's it's broken from from the top down. Do you do you think it's been broken for a long time? I mean, I know the answer to that, but I just wanted to see what. I'd I'd say it's been broken for a long, long time. This cycle political system. Trying to think when I when I would have thought that it that my vote was worth something. Worth worth something. Um, I suppose through my twenties, I voted Labour. Um, not because um, of any political standings, although I'm, you know, I, I've got those feelings. But they, they were, they were saying if they they were got in, they would they would ban the bomb, they would mm. remove our our nuclear um, deterrent, um, which was a good enough reason for me to vote with them. Um, eventually, they got in, and it never happened. <laughs> um, but. It, it, the 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 changes that have to come about from from what's going on now to stop the 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 takeover of our world and the removal of our um, liberties and free rights has to come from the likes of me and you getting together and saying no more and it has to come from the people who live in the real lives, it's not going to come from the from the politicians like Boris, who might be a nice man who's got no idea of how we live. You know, making sure that we, you know, we can put food on the table for the kids every week. You know, to change this is there's it's got to be a a non-violent revolution to say no more. We need a different system. What that is, I don't know, but. Um, you, I mean, you say a non-violent revolution or system, but the only way they're going to listen, because obviously people have been protesting slash rioting um, from the BLM to the trans to this sort of, especially in Europe on, um, like this, no one listens to a quiet protest. They only listen when something big happens. And I sometimes wonder, is, and is this what the governments want to push the public or the society so far that and then they can bring in more restrictions and maybe move to some sort of martial law system. I, I I think they've, although I said earlier on, I don't think there's anybody behind this. I think there's always a plan. I think there's a plan for each con, um, contingency. Um, the three black footballers who missed the penalties in the World Cup, instantly yeah. they became... Um, racially abused on on Twitter and social media platforms. Um, there was racism in in football with football fans, but I think that's been largely eradicated. I think that that racism was done through government agents as part of the plan to say, look, racism's still alive in the country. We need to be be divided again. And it's it's that division. 
So I think there's there's always a plan. So if it becomes violent, there's a plan for that. If it becomes um, non-violent civil unrest, there's probably a plan for that. What is what it's got to be is a an enormous number of people that say no more. And once you get to that enormous number of people, then it has to change. That's that's the way I feel anyway. Exactly. So how do we get them people without certain groups saying, because the classes of anti-vaxxers, we're like, we're not, um, we're just questioning this vaccine. And um, we're quite right to question the vaccine because they've done a lot of contradictions and they're still doing a lot of contradictions. That doesn't make sense. But how do we get other people on side? Because we can't get them on side if we like belittle them for wearing masks in cars and that we can't make them to look stupid and that we've got to sort of show them that we are reasonable we're not stupid we don't listen to conspiracy theories well most of us don't listen to conspiracy theorists from facebook or just post an about like sort of an arbitrary mean meme we need to get them on side and we need to give them some sort of it's hats and minds we have to win over the hats and minds we have to we have to sort of exp- ask people uh, you know in a a very easygoing way without um, any blame attached to anybody who's taken a vaccine or has gone along with this, you know, and welcome with open arms anybody who suddenly says, this is too much, you know, I'm not doing this anymore. You know, there's, we can't go down a, a guilt road or, a, or, or be in anger with people because that's what's, that's what's coming back to us sometimes. You know, people, people are angry that we're we're saying this isn't right you know we, we, we we've i guess i'm like gandhi um <laughs> but it, it you, it's it's the hearts and minds and getting the everybody involved you know and speaking to everybody you know and continually speaking to them and saying this isn't right is it right that we're now you know JVCI said they don't vaccinate children, you know, and they said, oh, we'll give them one vaccine. Now it's two because we've got the moronic variant. You know, everybody's got to take the booster. You know, how many times do people need telling that, you know, this is just doesn't ring true. Everything that they say doesn't make sense unless you look at it from the point of view that they're trying to remove our our human rights and move us into a you know social crediting system where they've got total control and what's going to happen to the people that um ooh, that was a bit loud. what's going to happen to the people that um won't take the vaccine eventually will they be quarantined off will they be sent to camps will they be fine i mean we've seen what france are doing we've seen they're not topping up anyone's vaccine passport if they don't get the next required amount of um, medical treatment should we say um austria are mandating it greece are fining people 100 um euros a month for people who don't get it um and what's going to happen to them people if they don't pay it because i can't imagine people paying that will it be an attachment of earnings will the government just say well we could just want 100 quid out your thing and like you know just take it out without your permission i wonder how much of it is is legal um we 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 heard earlier on that there were lots of lots of fines for people like um, Piers Corbyn, for example, fined five thousand and ten thousand pounds for organising 
anti-vax rallies. Not one of those fines was ever paid or, or stood up legally. Mm. Um, so I hope that people would put up a, a legal challenge to that and say, you know, this isn't legally correct. Um, but I don't, I don't know. Um, you know, it's 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 a case at the moment of standing against it and saying I'm not doing it and seeing what happens. Um, you know, I, I I I wrote a piece back in probably April May time um, for some friends of mine who were gently taking the um, the Michael about me not being vaccinated, and I ended it with um, "What are you going to do? Give me a yellow star and cart me off to the concentration camps if I won't take the vaccine." You know, um, and it might come down that and be as stark as that. Um, hmm. You don't know. Yeah, it's a scary. <clears throat> excuse me, it's a scary prospect that, especially when you're seeing what's going on in Europe, and it's sort of having the domino effect. And again, as I've said to you before, that um, it's gone at such a fast rate from where we was a year ago to the vaccine's great, this, that, and the other, to actually threatening people: if you don't take the vaccine, this is going to happen. And if uh, that, that just blows my mind. It's basically blackmailing people. So I don't know. The way to go, I'd say, is maybe a whole world strike day. But people won't do that. People won't do that. Or even just like a England strike day, one day a strike. But it seems there's a lot of people reading the comments and um, listening to the news today on the radio that a lot of people are willing to do this mask thing again. There's a... The, there's a hatred for people who aren't taking the vaccine. So I think it's going to be crazy. But people have been, there's been, um, and if you uh, um, a plug for Lower Dodsworth book, A State of Fear, um, cracking, cracking read, um, sometimes a little bit difficult, but um, the nudge units that have, that have, made people terrified of this thing. You know, 99.97% um, recovery rate. But people don't get that. They, some, they think, oh, I'm going to catch COVID and I'm going to die. And some people really, really believe that. Um, yeah. You know, but this thing mainly kills old people with, you know, other health conditions. Um, Does it kill them though, or like, is it there? Because like, I think one podcast we well, what one, but the last podcast we did together was, I think it was the New York Times did a front spread of all the people that have died from COVID. We should say with COVID, but they put from COVID. And this journalist decided to investigate all their names, and they found one of them was a murder victim, but because they got tested with COVID, they was deemed as a COVID death. Well, that that that's part of the project fear to, mm-hmm. to increase the, the the number of fear. If, if if they manage to manipulate the figures and say everybody that has died with a positive test has died of COVID, um, there was a guy in New Zealand shot shot COVID death. You know, and if if you look at these things, there's many many people that have died for other reasons, and they've tested positive, so they put them down as a COVID death. Um, 
I haven't looked at the figures at the moment, how many people supposedly have died with COVID in this country. Um, well, they'll say it's from COVID. I know it's the 28-day thing, but I think the, I think the figures are, as well are a bit But even if, if, if you ever get to listen to it, I think they do say with COVID or from. But, you know, there was a, a study that I read from Italy and they'd gone back to their COVID deaths and about 90% was with and not from. Um, so people have been terrified and terrified into compliance. Mm, definitely. Um, and these, these psychologists are, are clever, clever people. They've manipulated the things. Um, Sorry, my, my wife keeps chipping in. Can you hear her? Vaguely, what did she say? <laughs> I just said there's people out there that are really poorly, that are, uh, they have frightened the shit out of them. They really have. Um, Definitely, yeah. I mean, Dawn's probably told you I've got um, really low immunity due to the medication that I'm on. And, you know, they keep saying if you've got low immunity, you've got this, that, and the other. Um, medical problems and or if you're fat and i'm afraid i've got both then yeah it's scary shit <laughs> so but i also listen to what you and sean say um i'm very 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 skeptical about everything that's said at the minute I don't think you're the only one to be like that. I like hearing more double vaccinated people, triple vaccinated people saying that. And like even the word vaccination has been turned to the word jab. That mm -hmm. just makes us not human. It just makes us like another bit of cattle. And it's all this slight programming, this slight manipulation of how they've done it. And like I they've done it well. It's me of how divisionary it's becoming. You know, you read comments in the Telegraph and there's people saying how unvaccinated are going to kill the world. And, you know, um, and that frightens me. Frightens me a lot. Because, you know, your choice has been taken away. Um, but, you know, to the people that I work with, to our family, everybody that Sean knows has been vaccinated, literally. Yeah, pretty and much. Some of them... Uh, like kind of go, oh, well, he's a conspiracy theorist. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Is he a medical doctor? Blah, 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 blah. But I do sit and listen to him, and it does piss me off because I'm fed up of hearing it all the time. But a lot of it makes sense. It does make sense. But I was vaccinated because of my illness. I was vaccinated because of my job. Um, and... Yeah, I was one of those sheep. But I am getting to the point where I just think I don't know what to believe in anymore. Are you, really are, you, are you going to be taking your top up, your booster? or have your, Would you be taking the fourth one? Or do you think people will draw the line? I'm, I'm getting to the point where I really, really, really don't know anymore. I really don't know. Um, because at first yeah. people... Because at first people thought there the was only going to take maybe one vaccination or maybe two injections. But now they're speaking of a fourth. And if you don't get your fourth and so on, 
uh, I was saying to Sean in France, they're making it so if you don't get your booster, you won't get your vaccine passport topped up. So it yeah. won't be, you won't be classed yeah. as fully I mean, vaccinated. Said that about the booster anyway, haven't they? I don't know about the fourth one, but they've said it about if you don't have your booster, you're not getting your COVID passport. The te- they're moving the goalposts continuously. And it's just getting to the point where you're just like, really? Seriously? I, have, I mean, I've always kind of took the mic. Like I said, I do live with Sean and I have to listen to it continuously. And I do listen to what he has to say. But I am more and more sliding to that side, if that sounds right. Because <laughs> I just, I don't believe the nonsense anymore. It's just pure nonsense and scaremongering and money making and yeah. Control. But yeah, I have had my booster. I am one of those people that have followed the the sheep down the road and stuck my arm out for that jab in my arm. So I apologise for that, but at the same time, it frightens me. But you shouldn't apologise for it because it's like your choice and sort of. Yeah, and it is being my choice, but it's it's how it's because it. Sean was probably told you, it has terrified me. It really has terrified me because of all the news thing. But I listen to all of Sean's other sides of the news. I don't listen to the BBC anymore. I don't believe in anything that's said from anybody anymore, whether you're anti-vaccine or um, anything. I just literally don't believe anything that comes out of anyone's mouths anymore. Yeah, and I think they've done it in such a way where they've probably done it like that because like a lot of people haven't got the know-how maybe or they haven't got the insight to go and research themselves. So their only source to anything is is the mainstream media and the mainstream government. Well, I say the mainstream government, just the government in general, but both of them have been proved to lie and have lied and continually to lie, but yet everyone puts the trust in them. And I find it so strange. And like you mentioned conspiracies, um, we're sort of living in the biggest conspiracy ever through being Christmas, which is Santa Claus. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I get it. And like I said, and I say to people, because I got called a conspiracy theorist at work today, you're just like your husband. Like, uh, no, I'm not. It's my own opinion. Um, But... Everything that I've listened to Sean bang on about, and he literally has banged on about it since March last year, um, there's a lot of things that are actually, do you know what? They're happening. It's happening. You know, being locked up, being told we've got to have these jabs, you know, lockdowns, all the weird stuff that's going on at the minute. It's, it's, it's happening. And I'm, I'm kind of like going... I really want to say to everybody, look, Sean's not completely eccentric. He's not a complete <laughs> loon. These things are actually happening, and it makes me feel better, if you know what I mean. Yeah, conspiracy theories banded about, and it's like um, calling someone right wing. I think now, I think if like you're a conspiracy theorist, you're right wing, um, and I th- and I think with this, it's taken a massive chunk out of people thinking for themselves. I think it's made people not believe sort of critical thinking 
No one's thinking for themselves. No one's going out to research anything. This is all to do with how easy technology is. We just Google a paper. We Google the Sun. We'll Google New York Times. We'll Google the Guardian, and it's there. You won't think of maybe going to someone like David Icke or going to a forum, which is um, I use above top secret. Um, uh, Robbie Williams was on that from um, Take That. That's my tidbit of information there. But... um, (laughs) Rick, no can one's I ask a question. Yes. Um, and we, we raised this yesterday or the day before. Do you know anybody famous that has died of COVID? Of COVID? Anyone? That... Tommy Ball, was it? Was it one of the Tommy Balls? That, people probably won't know uh, yeah, from the UK. Tommy Ball. We, we, we got Tommy Ball, yeah. Um... Google search yesterday. <laughs> What about um, one of the Chuckle Brothers? Was was that Eddie Large was supposed to have had the COVID? Oh, like they had COVID. I, I mean, like sort of could COVID. Eddie Large had had a number of heart attacks and heart conditions and was a very poorly man anyway, wasn't he? Um, just an interesting question. We've had now nearly two years of this killer plague and you're scratching your head to find out anybody who's you know reasonably famous who's died of this thing surely if this was so bad we'd all be able to reel out five ten famous people who had sadly passed away i mean that's the other thing isn't it if like if like you didn't have the news on and you looked outside and you went to a shopping centre or a restaurant, um, you wouldn't be able to tell anything's going on. Because it's just running as normal. The only reasons why we know there's such a, some something going on is through like the main media. If I mean, you like if you didn't watch the news or listen to the radio or read the papers, you'd be oblivious to it all. So still the media is controlling how you perceive the news, your outlook on life, and it's telling you how to behave as a right well. It's all contrived. Um, if you've watched any of the press, press conferences in the last couple of days, um, Boris comes out, oh, we've got the Omicron variant, it's this, that, and the other. Media don't ask, how do you know this? Where does it come from? How deadly is it? It's more, oh, how soon can we lock down more? You know, shouldn't, shouldn't everybody be wearing masks, not just school kids? The, that, that critical questioning, you know, of what is this? How do you know it? Is it this deadly? You know, how transmittable is it? They're not asking these questions. It's more, how do we push the agenda further? I mean, we know that there's something out there that's not being very nice. We know that. And we know people that have been quite poorly with it as well. I mean, I know people that have been in hospital with it. Um, but they've come out the other end of it. I know there's people out there that haven't been that lucky. But, yeah, I'm, like I said, I'm starting to kind of, like, question a lot of things right now. <laughs> I mean, it's funny you say that because I personally don't believe really it's real in in like an effect i just think it's the flu that's been rebranded because going back to last year um the flu nearly just vanished 
And like you haven't seen that within 130 to 135 years. Now they're saying, oh, we've got this new variant, but we've got the flu as well. So the flu's been no, brought, brought I, actually, back into it. I caught the tail end of a um, podcast. I think it was maybe on Rich Allen. And one of the doctors had said, um, we're missing flu again this year. Oh, I've got to have a look at that. And it might be one for you to ever think about. But certainly one of the doctors was saying, yeah, we seem to have, have not got the flu that we should have it again this year. Well, that's because it's classed as COVID. That's all COVID is, is just, is just the flu. It's still, it still made a lot of people poorer, though, hasn't it? I mean, there's no denying that. It's oh, definitely. Like, I mean, I know... feeling about it and all the gumph that's going with it and all the scare factors and things, isn't it? Yeah, but I, know, I don't know anyone who's been... More people that's been ill than this year, last year, than the year before and the year before. If and if you know what I mean, and so for such a big disease that's covering the whole world, you would have thought I've known everyone who's and who's had it. The people I have known, it's been just like a cold to them. I mean, I know someone who's seventy eight years old and she hadn't been vaccinated at all, mm. and she recovered from it. See, I know a couple of people that have been really poorly, and they're still being really poorly. They've lost hair, they can't breathe properly, they're knackered, absolutely shattered, and these people are usually quite fit and healthy. Now, whatever you believe, it's, I'm just saying for these, the people that I know, you know, and it's like, I had it, um, I still don't know whether I had it in at Christmas 2019. There were no tests for it, but I was certainly very poorly for four weeks. Um, I coughed my guts up for weeks. Hmm. Um, I couldn't breathe. Um, I went to the doctors and he diagnosed me with having asthma. Never had asthma in my life. Um, lost all my taste and smell. And I was really, I had really bad high fever and I was absolutely shattered. I was asleep when I wasn't coughing nearly all the time. Um, and I was really, really poorly. I don't know whether it was this supposed COVID or not, but at that time, we didn't know all the signs and symptoms of it, of it did we? Because it was still in China. When they came out, basically I had all the signs and symptoms of it. And I was, and I'm not generally poorly for four weeks on a trot like that, but there was no test for it. I don't know whether I had COVID or not, or a really bad flu, but I was poorly. I mean, if you didn't think there was COVID out and you fell ill with what you had, what would you say you had? If like well, COVID one at, at, at that time, about. at that time, it was still in China. It wasn't anywhere near here, was it? Well, like so quite a lot of people have said they've had it before sort of Christmas. Think about it at the time, I didn't even. It didn't enter my head that it was COVID. At the time, it wasn't until later on when it all started kicking off, and I thought, oh. I was really poorly at Christmas, and I know several other people that were really poorly at Christmas. Do you know? But again, I cannot say that I had COVID or flu or whatever. I just know that I was really poorly with all the signs and symptoms that they reckon that COVID's got. I mean, I heard a story that someone got tested, that they was ill like yourself, and they got tested, and the doctor said, 
we don't know what it is. We just think it's a flu. And yeah. then they've gone back to see what that sample was and it came out to be COVID. Now, how true that is, I don't know. But like yourself, there's a lot of people that had it before. Mm. And this this like Omicron one or like whatever it is, I've I like read a report today or yesterday um, that it was meant to be in the Netherlands a long time before it was found in South Africa. Yeah. Well, I say a long time. It's going to be a long July. time. How about a week? The fact that the story you were talking about yesterday, it was found in July, but they've just brought it out now. The, the doctor from South Africa actually, was actually discussing the Omicron variant back in July. Um, but there were some, some great interviews with the actual doctor who'd done a lot of studying of the, on, on the, from South Africa. I think she was on um, Andrew Maher or, and talk radio with Julie Hartley Brewer. Brewer. And she was saying this thing, you know, it, it's it's quite transmittable, but it's actually much less of a problem than the Delta variant. Well, um, that's how vaccines work. To like sort of, they like want to get weaker, but they still want to stay about. So the only way they can stay about is to go weaker in turn, become more transmissible, but they're not as deadly. So that seems to be following the line of how viruses work. Because, like, I don't think what I, I think the South African doctor said, we haven't got anyone in hospital from it yet. I don't know how it stands now, but now they're saying we'll have to review everything in three weeks because that's when we know if it's going to be deadly or not. But if it's already been out in, excuse me, if it's already been out in the Netherlands since July, we already know the answer to that. So, as you say, is is it just another thing to lock us down with? I mean, we've all got different ideas on what's going on. And your wife said herself, she's starting to realise, or not realise, that's like the wrong way, but start like starting to think about summer is going amiss. We've had these injections, we've done this, and yet nothing seems to be getting better. They're bringing out more restrictions and they're like bribing and blackmailing people to take a medical procedure. And if they don't take it, they're getting fined. And it's like, what's going to happen if you don't pay the fine and where's it going to go? And like... If people do say, well, just say an anti-vaxxer, say someone who does question this, say, look, I'm going to get it for a quiet life because I want to go on holiday. I can't be asked with my wife or my husband doing this, that, and like the other. Then they are locked in to a lifetime of medical procedures, whether it be in a vaccine, a patch you put on your arm, because I know there's, there's the first trial of the patch on on your arm which you've got little needles in so it's like a it's like the vaccine but it just sticks on your arm like a plaster um and is there a, a pill that can help treat it as well and there's also the looking at something you sniff up your nose so where's it going to end but they're, all, I, they're also talking about these vaccines working on people with diabetes obesity and you and a transformation of health into preventative vaccines, stop you getting from stop you getting these things in the first place, rather than waiting for you to, to get something, then go into hospital. They'll inject you with whatever to stop you from getting the, these things. Again, where does it stop? I mean, people say it's just like the TV, like sort of. We've already mentioned this to like Dayshon, but people are saying that it's all, it's like the TB vaccine. It's like this. It's like well, it's not because you have one TB vaccine. You don't have three to four in a year, so it's clearly not the same. It's not the clearly the same as the yellow fever vaccine or the um, injection you get if you go 
somewhere abroad to like certain countries it's not the same it's not the same as polio it's not the same because it's not doing anything this vaccine is like three to four times a year maybe five or six yeah. we don't know so a a plug now um richie allen radio show which i listened to this afternoon um they had a doctor from the states on um and he, he looked at the the vars vars reporting in america which is the equivalent to, to our yellow card the vaccine adverse effects. So the COVID vaccine has caused more deaths than for, than all the other vaccines put together over the 20 years of the reporting. Um, so what's going on there? How How safe is it? If this is causing more deaths than every other vaccine that, that everybody's had over the years, just for this one thing, that's still in trial, still not tested properly, um, it's not the same. No, it's and it's like not the same. And one thing I am seeing is more glee from the people who are vaccinated to the people who die you aren't vaccinated now personally i haven't got a problem with anyone who gets a vaccine i ain't got a problem with anyone who wears a mask in the car on their own i ain't got a problem with anything because believe it or not you're your own person you've got god gave you your own free will and you're allowed to make your own choice and decisions but as we're seeing from this last 10 years maybe five years should i say we've seen the clamp down on free speech we've seen the clamp down on critical thinking uh, opinions um even even comedy is like getting the kibosh now. And now it's even being questioned into your own personal choice of what happens with your body. And it's, where's it going to end? You're basically, and this is no disrespect to anyone who's taken the vaccine. It's not a dig at them. But I do believe that if you've had the vaccine, you've got a very thin argument now of arguing against anything else they've got to off, like got to offer you. And that's 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 not that's basically everyone I know. <laughs> deep, like, deep. Oh, I, I actually think you've maybe got a stronger argument if you if you've gone along with their agenda and believed all all, all the stuff that they're putting through, and we know how do you tell if a politician's lying? He opens his mouth. Um, if you believe that, and then suddenly realised that no, I'm not doing this anymore. I think you've always got a stronger case than somebody who hasn't had a vaccine in the first place um, because you've gone down that road and you've tried it their way and then t- and then decided, no, this doesn't work. You know, you've tried it out. Maybe I phrased that wrong. Yeah, maybe I phrased that wrong. Maybe it was like if they go on with it, to what extent, but then they suddenly say, well, I don't really want that in me. It's like, well, you've followed this, why now? And yeah, it's a good thing, but it's also pissing me off where people blaming the anti-vaxxers, like nearly calling us murderers or manslaughter, and yet they're all happy to get this, and I can't see how they can't see it. Do do, Do you know what I mean? And like, I can see your point, definitely. But it's again, it's about it's about the the division in society, and we've we've spoken about this before. We we are 
as a as a population, um, and this is why we need to come come together. Every, everybody of who lives in the real world and say stop. But when we are arguing with each other because we might be pro climate change, anti climate change, pro vaccine, anti vaccine, black, white, um, you know, gay, straight, whatever. While we were arguing with each other about footballers taking the knee or not taking the knee, or you know. I'm a Liverpool fan, you're a Man United fan, we hate each other. All, it, we, we are driven to division time and time again. And while we are divided on these things, we are not together stopping this 0.1% owning everything. Um, because it comes down to this distribution of Wealth. There's reason. Is enough wealth and resources in this world to feed everybody, to give everybody a, you know, a reasonable standard of living. But it's not done because some certain people want to own everything. They want that power to be able to control us, to be able to say what we do, what we spend our money on, uh, um, and this is just part of that agenda. Yeah, I mean, like, we've just had a message from Mr. A, and it's he, and he says it's crazy how people around the world are starting to see through the COVID and vaccines and all governments still push it. And that's interesting because we've just been talking, well, I've just been talking to your wife, and like Andy, and she's herself had all the injections, seen it firsthand, but she's starting to question. And I think that's good. I sort of think that's the, like, sort of chink now. People are waking up. Andy's a um, she's a great sounding board for me um, because she's not a conspiracy loon like I am. Um, <laughs> so um, for me to get here to to see what's going on gives me hope that all the other people will go on. Well, it's taken an awful lot of um, time and effort and badgering since March last year. <laughs> He's drove you down, has he? Continuous. Yeah. <laughs> Just thought, where have people looked at divorce lawyers? But surely that's good because some families can't even talk about it without getting into an argument. I mean, my um, sort of fiance. They cannot get in a choice. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I I do think there's something more nefarious about it, more insidious. Some there's something more going on. Now at first. It was. It could have been quite believable, but then started, and what really did it for, like me, my dislike for it all was when Matt Hancock said, "And if you don't behave yourselves, basically, we'll take that hour exercise off, off you." Then I realised there was something wrong, and that was a Sunday morning. Um, but they've done it in such a believable way. It's basically the whole world being gaslighted. But now it's take the booster or we might have to cancel Christmas. See, another thing is where my job's concerned, I work part of the NHS. And because I don't work in the hospital and because I don't work in a care home, they are. I think they are going to bring it in anyway, that if we're not jabbed, we're going to lose our jobs. Isn't that... I've heard it on the grapevine. I don't know how true it is. What do you do I'm again, just, sorry? I'm just, I'm just kind of thinking... 
well, if they're doing it to other people and everything they're saying, and I have this conversation with Sean all the time, everything they say they seem to be following through on. Yeah, so, true. Do what, you know what I mean? Yeah, what do you do again, Andy? Sorry. I, I work with um, adults with um, complex needs. Uh, I used to do a lot of work for their houses. You've like got one around the corner from like you because I used to fi- fix mobility scooters and wheelchairs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is it the same road? No, it's and it's the road where the library is down, and you turn off right, and it's a little anyway. That's the neither <laughs> yeah, hill nor there. Yeah, I know there. exactly the one you're talking about. I used to work with them, not in that right. house. Yes, because like they moved. Now, where did they move from? Waltham. Waltham, yeah, because like there was a lot of. Um, we did a lot of pad deliveries there and that because like, I used to work at Portland Mobility. Yeah. So. Yeah, I know the people that live there very well. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Well, it was one of the better ones to go to. But, um, yeah. You, you know, the, you'll be the best person to ask this then. You know, the people who go to house to house care in? Mm hmm. Uh, have they been mandated or. So is that I don't know. Still I don't the same know. as you. That's the question I asked the other day. So they've got rid of they're getting rid of all the people that work in the nursing homes, aren't they? Yeah. All the people that they clap for and put their lives on the line for everybody last year. So they're getting rid of they've got rid of all them. Now they're waiting for Christmas to get rid of all the NHS staff in the hospitals because they know that they'll be overrun over Christmas. Um, but the question is whether people are going in and out of people's houses. I really don't know because I asked that question the other day and I don't know. Yeah, I think if that happens, you're st- going off but not off topic. I think if that happens, we need to do a mass non-compliance because I think you're like quite you're like the queen of this thing where you've changed your mind or you're beginning to question and you're a really good person to turn to and use an example of by saying, well, you've got your boosters, but even you beginning to think there's something more nefarious going on. I've, I've always kind of thought there was something going on, but not to the extent where Sean does. Um, yeah. But I mean, I, the, more, the more and more that I sit and listen, I mean, Sean, I've got to admit, um, all this talk, you know, you people do, like Sean specifically, um, it frightens me. It really frightens me. The whole thing frightens me to death. I mean, um, I think it's spark of the beast, and I've come to the conclusion I'm quite content with what's going to be happening. I'm still worried. I'm still a bit concerned, but I'm quite knowing what's going to be the end. I hope I'm, I'm wrong. my kids as well. I'm really scared for my kids as well. Yeah, it's just, I think humanity's been going down for a long time. And I think yeah. I think with the BLM stuff, the trans stuff, and again, we see a com- common denominator, which is the mainstream media. And if anyone tries to say anything against that narrative, like on YouTube or anything, they get shut down. I mean, I've been banned off YouTube three times. Yeah. So I, I haven't really got an account. I've got one account, I think, but I don't do anything with it now. Yeah. Um, because it's just not something I'm into. I, I, like, launched this podcast as a free speech podcast, and I've started to do a live. This is the first live to try and get it like a radio station because I can play music so we can have bands and that and, and have people come on and say what they want to say with, right, without fear of being 
chastised or losing friends or family or being banned off somewhere. Yeah. See, I, 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 I've got to admit, I'm really scared that Sean's going to be chastised and, you know, he's going to have the cross put on the door and he's not allowed anywhere. And so far, that's kind of not happened. But there's still that, he's getting a lot of ribbon. Well, a you say... You say it won't happen. They've done it in Greece, where if you don't get the vaccine, no, I mean, certain... I mean, where Sean is concerned with my family and friends. Ah, right. Okay, you sorry. See what I mean, right, because they've they've literally everybody we know a pro. Is on the vaccine. Yeah, so we'll be sent you know to I mean? Coventry. Yeah, oh. and that and that kind of worries me. That's why I kind of. Glad that things are happening where people are questioning more things now, whereas there weren't before. You mm -hmm. know, where more journalists have started, not many, admittedly, but more journalists have started questioning things. So I can kind of go, well, do you know what? Sean's been saying that for the last 18 months. You know, you know instead of like, people going to me, how oh, are you turning into a conspiracy theorist? A uh, conspiracy theorist isn't a bad thing. That's just questioning things that have happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I've, this is, but you kind of, you put in that bag, aren't you? Of course you are, yeah. Like sort of if like sort of someone says, um, you're a conspiracy theorist, oh you like Donald Trump, you'll be classed as far right. Yeah. And that's not the case, but it's hard to fight against that when the media have been pushing a certain narrative. Yeah. And it's this yeah. last two years, again, I'm tying in BLM and that, but you can see how the media operate and with me doing this podcast I I try and not read the news anymore, but I've been sucked back into it because everything's been about COVID, really, and doing research. So you get to see how the press work. You get to see how the red tops write. You get to see the paraphrasing. I mean, you get to see the headline. And then most people are lazy, so they'll, they'll really, like only read the headline and maybe the first four parts. If I'm honest, a lot of my friends have stopped watching the news and reading the news altogether. So they haven't got... They're not even paying attention to it. They should listen to my podcast, Helen. Yeah, but they're, they're switching <laughs> off. They're switching off because they've had enough. Do you get Mentally, me? yeah, definitely. Yeah, mentally, they've just had enough of listening to all the different... Like, you know, originally, you could get up in the morning and they'll say one thing about it. And literally, within an hour, they've changed their minds. And it got kind of like that quite a lot, didn't it? And it's like, well, which way are we standing up? What are we meant to be doing? What does yeah. that mean? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And I think a lot of people that I work with, a lot of people, my friends, and they've had enough. They don't even listen to watch the news anymore. So if I say anything, we go, well, it's hard to know, I've seen it. I don't know anything like that, so I listen. That's quite I a good mean? way of living, to be fair. But yeah, I, well, I yeah, am... and to be honest, that's kind of like how I was getting. But, and I do walk away from Sean sometimes when he's talking. I'm like, I literally can't take it anymore. I have to walk away and tell him to F off and shut the door because I can't do it. I, th I, th I think Cubans in general need to take a break. And I think the government's have done Sean it. <laughs> I, think, I think the government's been clever in how they've done it all. And I think yeah. it's, it's, Boris is just like a front man. I mean, he looks like the only monster, but they've got proper psychologists working for them. So, like, 
write the speeches to like how to like act and pause and I'm sure because it's just too good. It's just too good, but it's good that people are waking up to it. Yeah, it it is. Um, But at the same time, and Tom will probably tell you this, I kind of like, I know people are standing, taking a stand against it, which, yeah, I think is really, really good. But there's, there's, maybe I'm going too far here, but I just keep thinking, what good is it doing? Because they're still doing, and they're st- now they're talking about a fourth vaccine, and now they're talking about maybe another variant, and now they're talking about maybe locking us up again, and da 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 da. What good is it doing? Yeah, eg- eg- exactly. I understand where you're coming I mean? from. Yeah, because I've thought about just turning away from it all. But then there's a small part of me thinking, well, I've got a niece, I've got a nephew. Humanity is not meant to be like this. Hum- I mean, like they're taking people's free will away. I and have. Pe- um... People will say, what's the end game? Sorry, Sean. People will say, what's the end game? And obviously my view being Mark of the Beast is to destroy God's creation, which is humanity. Mm. I have a real problem with people wearing masks. Go Um, on. Because that's the start. You you start wearing your your mask, you comply, and you you start down that, that road of compliance. Definitely. Now, they may be doing this, but while we comply, while we don't get out and complain and tell people what's going on and just allow the process to go through, it's not going to stop. All these people have had their their first vaccine because they want to go on holiday because they want to get back to normal. We're further away from normal now than we were when we locked down for three weeks. And that's where your wife, what um, your wife, sorry, what Andy was just saying was like. Sometimes it's just better to maybe just turn away and think, "Oh fuck it, I'm not even interested in them," or just like just let the world fall apart and just live in your own little bubble. I don't want the world to fall apart. That's the, the kind of thing. But sometimes you're just bombarded with so much stuff. And it's that, what do you believe anymore? I mean, literally, I mean, it's, we've got, I mean, Sean's probably told you, we've got it quite tough here. We've got two kids with needs. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, and there's a lot of other people out there in the world. So trying to keep up to date and keeping your mind, getting from A to B each day, and then all that bit in the middle of it, it's quite difficult. You know, and you, you're like you're just bombarded, and you just like you don't know which way is up half the time. No, definitely, yeah, and that's the whole psychological thing from it, and like yeah. sort of, sort of behind it all, it's not just getting people to believe in something being real; it's everything what goes with it. It's like it's been such a hard slog for people this last yeah. two years with people. I mean, especially in probably somewhere where like you're where it's more stressful than mine, say. And with something like this going on, it's even stressful because certain people won't understand what's going on. And it's like, I don't think we understand what's going on, but then there's other people that with like needs that are even scarier than us. And I'm just thinking like that sort of scenario, I think it's even scarier and harder well, for people. Well, my mum's barely left the house for that reason. She's- really? Yeah, I mean, she's had cancer. She's just been given the all clear. She had a heart attack last year um, and she's got COPD. So, yeah, she's been, she's had the crack scared out of her. 
and trying to get her out of her house. I mean, she literally lives 200 yards away from where we do, through the alleyway. Yeah. She hasn't been around here since June. What, June this year or June last year? June this year. Um, but has barely left the house. Barely left the house. And we literally, you can walk through the alleyway and see a um, rooftop. And do, do you think that's the way your mum's going to be now? Yeah. Yeah. And that was just two years of and programming. She's, and she's a clever woman. She was a nurse yeah. herself. She's, a, she's not that in any way, shape or form. But, yeah, I mean, there are other issues. I mean, and I think it's caused more depression. And, it, and it's not because she hates her son-in-law either. <laughs> are you sure? Well, she, lo- she loves me. <laughs> um, yeah, it's really strange. That's like sad as well because um, I've got family like him. Um, and I've got friends like that. How many, how many like other that. people are in that position? Exactly. Now, and it's just dest- destroying happiness. Despite even MPs asking the release of any risk assessments of what lockdowns do to people. You know, if you go back to them um, voting on on lockdowns and things like that, some MPs were asking for the risk assessment. We worried about my dad, didn't we? Because my dad's got really bad COPD, he's got emphysema, still goes out to work, he's 73 next month. No, um, good on him, bloody hell. Yeah, no, he's still working. Um, but he what works, does he do? Sorry, what does he do? He's a painter and decorator. Right, but okay. He, he goes to work for his mental health, basically. Um, and when we were in lockdown last year, we barely saw him. His um, partner wouldn't let us even in the garden, never mind about anywhere else. Um, that was tough on us, um, on myself. Um, but I could see my dad waning. He, I could see him. He, he got old really, really quickly. And that frightened me because my dad's got, you know, a few mental health problems. He's had them all his life. He's dealt with them, but he de- deals with them by going to work. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? So we have no work to go to. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's certainly was, done a number on people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So they're just two people that I know. So how many people out there have been in the same position? A lot of my service users were... Um, at home with the families um, right. with a lot of needs, with a lot of needs. And we had no one to look after them or help them, did they? No, so true. The families had to deal with them on their own, um, which we all found, because we all got redeployed into the nursing homes. So... Um, I mean, that'd be yeah, interesting. That's... Yeah, sorry. It, 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 <clears throat> and be an interesting study to see on how many people and in what way it's impacted lives. Like, you just give two prime examples there. Well, three. You've I've give you've give your mum, dad, and um, the people who you work with go back home, like with their families. That's three people that's impacted. But how many people has impacted from them? Because it's in, because it's impacted you and Sean. Just from that personal side, it's impacted you from your work side, which has impacted Sean from you coming home from work. So I'm sure you've been upset and that from it all. Yeah. And then it's obviously impacted other things. 
So well, it impacted. I, I mean, our son hates school anyway, so he was quite happy in lockdown. But our <laughs> daughter, um, she likes to be out. She's like a caged tiger if she's not out, and she goes to a special needs school. She she once she went back to school after the is it second lockdown, first lockdown, first she lockdown. She was in for the first lockdown. Yeah, so she was in all the time for the first lockdown. And when she went back to school, she's in a special needs school, bearing in mind. She got mm-hmm. put back a class because she regressed that much. Really? Yeah. So, you know, we know firsthand how it's impacted on people. But I think that every family will have a negative story about lockdowns and about the the government reaction to this this thing, whether it's a bad case of flu or something new or a bioweapon, as some people have suggested, whatever it is, I think that every family, this is one of of the ways I sort of open the conversation with people, um, will have a negative impact from what has gone on. Not so much from the from the virus or the disease, but from the, the reaction to it and what we've done to people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I've got a real bad echo now. That's <laughs> right, gone. Right, I'm going to... Sorry, go on. All right, listen. Can we get anybody else to... to... Join in the conversation. I was just about to say. I was just about to call it at night because it's nearly ten o'clock, and I'm, I'm, I've got to be up at work for tonight. I'm up at yeah, six. So <laughs> but um, I'm to everyone who's listening, Sean and you as well. It's going to be like once a week, so it's going to be starting at twelve o'clock GMT time, not twelve o'clock GMT time. Oh, it's going to be at eight o'clock GMT time, UK time, and everyone is welcome to come in and chat. Uh, if anyone's got any demos from the bands or music, we've got a way to play it. So, and we've got audio effects, haven't we? <laughs> so, I would just like to say thank you to everyone who's come on, and to Andy, the guest, and Sean as well, the guest. Bye. See you later. Take care. Bye. Bye.